the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, we start a new tale, Flames of Rebellion, and we explore the Black Lodge itself. So after last tale, which was extremely roleplay heavy, the crew asked me if we could run something a little bit more combat heavy, and I decided to indulge them, so we are running Flames of Rebellion, which has a lot of combat. Of course, it has some role-playing in it as well, which we do a lot of in this episode, but there is a lot of combat, which you'll find out later. One thing about doing combat on actual play podcasts is sometimes it can be boring, so I make sure that the combat in all these podcasts is a lot more exciting. And with this crew, it's really not that hard, because Mr. Peepers and Nixnox do everything except actually fight in combat, and they get into so much trouble during combat that it sort of writes itself at this point. They just sort of do everything except actually fight. It's It really makes my job pretty easy, and so uh, it's going to be very entertaining, this uh, this tale, let me tell you. Something else I wanted to mention is that if you want to see what the characters actually look like, you can check them out on the website. We have a new title card. We had the old one, which was kind of a retro look to it, and I like that one, but I decided to go more traditional, where we have an updated picture of what the lodge looks like, plus the four main characters. So if you check out the website and look at the title card, you can see what they look like. And I'm actually going to also add them to the website in the character section once I get their bios. I actually kind of need that, and then I'll add that. So be on the lookout for that at RollForCombat.com. And of course, this episode, we brought back Vanessa Hoskins, who has a little bit more experience under her belt after playing Mama Millicent. So you're going to find out what that means. And it gets uh, it gets pretty interesting because Mama Millicent is level 2, and these characters are level 1. So that will change the power dynamic, and we'll see how they handle that, especially in a combat-heavy tale. So one thing I want to mention right away is next week is PaizoCon Online. I can't believe it has come up that quick. We are being featured at PaizoCon next Thursday from 4 to 7 Pacific Time or 7 to 10 Eastern Time, where we are going to be running Tales from the Black Lodge with this crew and Eric Mona. We actually ran an episode with Eric Mona a couple of weeks ago, and it was so freaking good that I begged him to come back so we could run another episode with everyone being able to listen and watch us play. And it's a, it's a quest, and quests, as most of you know, are one hour long. And the last time we did a quest, it took us four hours to finish. This quest, I hope we can get done in three hours. I think we will. I'm going to sort of push them along a little bit to make sure it's within the three-hour time slot. But do expect shenanigans galore because Eric Amona's character is... I don't really want to ruin it for you, but this is what I'm going to say. 
he's 85 years old and he makes Mr. Peepers look like the most competent adventurer you've ever seen. I actually never thought I would see an adventurer that is more bizarre and incompetent than Mr. Peepers, and Eric Mona did it handedly. It is unbelievable having Mr. Peepers, Nick Snox, and Eric Mona's character in one party uh, Lord help me. I don't even know if they're going to survive this adventure. It is going to be a lot of fun. And a few other quick show notes. Don't forget our Patreon. If you actually want to listen to any of the other episodes live, just join our Patreon for 10 bucks. Right now we're doing one or two episodes because PaizoCon's coming up, so our schedule's gotten a little weird. But we still do circus every single week, usually Sundays from 8 to 11. Eastern is when we do Three Ring Adventure. We do the Extinction Curse podcast, so if you want to watch or listen to us live, you can talk to us before the show, during the show, after the show. It is a lot of fun. And of course, RPG Superstar, you got about four weeks left. You can submit up to three monsters, and you can win thousands of dollars in prizes and fame and fortune galore. Just go to RPGSuperstar.com. There's nothing to enter. You just sign up and submit a monster, and you're done. That's it. So this will be the last episode before we do PaizoCon. This comes out on Friday, and PaizoCon is next Thursday. So, wow, <laughs> that really came up very, very quick. I, I better actually put together the actual uh, show, um, because, wow, that's coming up very fast. But we have been running some tests, and we're going to have a really cool overlay, and we're going to have video of everyone and their characters, and you're going to love it. It looks really, really cool. It's going to be a lot of fun, so definitely make sure you check it out. And you'll be able to see that on the Paizo channel or even the Roll for Combat channel, and I think even Roll20 might even be carrying us as well because we have worked out a deal with them as well. Lots going on in Roll for Combat, that's all I'm going to say. And with that, let's get going with this week's episode. So you have gathered here, together, in the Black Lodge, deep in the River Kingdoms, after successfully adventuring several times. Somehow all of you are still alive. I don't even know how, but you are. In fact, someone you adventured with in the past has come to adventure with you again. Who that will be, we will find out soon as we go through our guest list. But let's first introduce who everyone is at the Black Lodge, starting with John Stats. Uh, hi there, my name is John Stats. I'll be playing Mr. Peepers tonight. For anybody who is uh, new, Mr. Peepers is, he leaves a lot of unfinished business behind him when uh, things get too hot. He's uh, been the sole survivor of many, many quests that have wiped out. And there's nothing finer than wiping the slate clean and moving on. So he's looking forward to a new adventure. And next up, we have Jason McDonald. Hey, everyone. My name is Jason McDonald. I am playing Nella Amberleaf, a half-elf druid who is going to focus on wild shape. But the wild shaping is still kind of a work in progress. So right now, she mostly just hits things with a stick and, and lights them on fire. Excellent. Then we have Chris Bima. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, I am playing Thorgrim Stoutbrew, devout champion of Iomidi, and who's seen much hardship in his life and is wishing to 
be a pathfinder so he can set the world straight on the path of good and justice for all. Finally. Okay, not finally. And next we have Seth Lipton playing his favorite little goblin. Yep, playing uh, Nix Knox. Looks like a goblin, but is in fact that is that is merely the exterior of an elemental creature of primal power who uh, heals and burns with equal alacrity. Uh, sorcerer. And finally, our special guest star returning from her magnificent guest role in the Goblin Adventure, we have Vanessa Hoskins, who I hear her character has grown in esteem and renown since we last saw her. That's right. Uh, I'm playing Mama Millicent Stonebrook. And since we last played, she has advanced a bit. She's leveled up to level two. Uh, by going on some other adventures for the Pathfinder Society and learned or relearned rather a few of her old tricks that she used to know back when she was a guard in Absalom. She really is mama. She's uh, she's older, wiser, stronger than everyone else. She can whip everyone in shape. She's yeah. going to be like the den mother of these people. Yes, she's a she's a middle-aged woman. All her children have grown up and left the house, and she is a retired guard, and she's looking for a way to see the world. And joining the Pathfinder Society was one of the least expensive ways to do that. So, so all of you have gathered after your last adventure here in the Black Lodge. Black Lodge is fascinating because you can always find it when you need to find it, but yet no one else can ever seem to locate the Black Lodge. But whether it's on purpose or by accident, you as members can always go through the woods, the twists, the turns, and find the lodge nestled in the woods at the base of a large mountain range. Inside the lodge, unlike other Pathfinder lodges, it's very quiet, peaceful almost, yet strangely eerie. There's no other people here except for each other. Your room is also private and quiet. The hallways are neat and orderly. And the only other person you ever see is the caretaker of the lodge, Grady, who, by the way, is a ghost. Grady is always there whenever you need him. He, whenever you need him in your room, you can just call him and he usually appears very quickly. If you need him when you're getting something to eat, he'll appear. He'll talk to you and sell you items. And Grady is the caretaker of the lodge as well as the spirit of the lodge, some say. Literally. As for the venture captain, normally lodges, the first thing you do is you meet the venture captain. You talk to him. You get your orders from him or her. But in this case, no one knows who the venture captain is for the Black Lodge. No one's ever seen the venture captain. And if you bring it up, Grady will never talk about the Venture Captain, other than that they will give orders when necessary. With that, you have a little bit of spare time if you want to walk around, talk to Grady, talk to each other. It's up to you. Has Grady always been the caretaker here? Do you ask that to Grady? Yes, of course. Oh, hello there, Mr. Peoples. How may I help you today? I want to know a little bit about you. You're, uh... I want to know if you're, I don't know, have you always been the caretaker here? Well, my time before I was a ghost, as you see before you, 
It's a little vague. So my memory begins of me appearing here in this lodge and taking care of it. So in a way, I guess yes. Wow, that's that's good. Have we always been here? You, sir? No, 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 no. You haven't always been here. I think you're confused, good sir, Mr. Peepas. I've always been here. You are recent members of the Black Lodge. Huh. Okay. Well, we can play with that for now. Very good, sir. Very good. Shall I bring your hot chocolate and marshmallows to your room? Excellent idea. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Brady. Yes, yes. Yeah. Grady. Not Brady. Grady, good sir. Uh, I'm, does he, I'm a little short on money. Does he offer credit at the bar? Oh, oh, Mr. Thorgrim, you know your money's no good here, unless you wish to buy <laughs> something uh, particular, <laughs> such as <laughs> equipment or sundries. I have two tens and two fives in my pocket. <laughs> um, well, let's see. What what other have we explored this at all? Like, where's my room? Well, whenever you go to the Black Lodge, you have a different room every time. Although all the rooms look similar, but are always a little different. And you swear you almost think it's different every night. Every time when you come into the room. Pretty sure that lamp wasn't quite there, hmm. or the bed moved a little bit, or did you have three pillows instead of two? You're not quite sure. Nothing out of the ordinary or too disturbing, but just off. Is there anyone named Crawl that lives here? Crawl? No. That's a deep cut. <laughs> that is a very deep cut. The Black Castle. The, the Black I know, <laughs> they get disappears every night, yes, yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> I much prefer Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to see Zapped, and you're going to like it. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you I'm glad someone got that. <laughs> I, much prefer like, I much prefer Crawl. <laughs> yeah, so at the Lodge, it's extremely luxurious if a bit old not that you've been to a lot of lodges and quite frankly most of these lodges are by definition old but things in the lodge seem to be strangely ancient as if some items are just a couple of years old some items are thousands of years old which is impossible because the pathfinder society hasn't even existed for that long from what you know so how can things be thousands of years old in the Black Lodge? But yet, it does seem like it. Huh. Interesting. This, this place has a, an air of magic about it. I like it. Hey, as long as they change the sheets on a regular basis, that's fine by me. Yeah, as long as the sheets don't have rot grub, I'm good. Mine are real nice, actually. Pretty high thread count, I think. Where's the mead hall? Like, uh, it's very nice. Like, I want to check out this outside grotto area. Like, what's that? That? That's the garden. A wonderful manicured lawn. Beautiful taxidermy trees. A clear lake with some small fishies. Like a like a pool? Like a... Uh-huh. Yeah, a little pool lake, whatever you want to call it. It's, um, everything here is designed... For comfort. It's almost this as walled, if you never want to leave. Is this walled in? Like, is that a wall to the north? Yes, that's a wall leading. Uh, it's like a fence because it is outside. Okay. 
That's cool. Can we like? Are there windows looking out of the the lodge? Like in some of the rooms, like in the yeah. Like, are there any windows windows that actually look out into the south? Yeah. Oh, sure. The south. Does that does it show what I would expect, or is like another dimension or something? No, it actually looks out into the mountain ranges. It's quite beautiful. And what you can see is all of nature. It's purposely built as if to not show anything man-made. So whenever you look out into windows, you just see woods, nature, sky, hills, mountains, things like that. It's quite beautiful. Ah. Okay, Nella, Nella's moving in here permanently. <laughs> yeah, this is quite nice. Um, is it just one floor or is there more than one floor? Oh, there's multiple floors at the lodge, and there's a basement as well. Rumor- oh, go into the basement. Go into the basement. Rumors that there's floors below the basements. Ooh. You go into the basement, sure enough, down there is where a lot of foodstuffs are kept. Lagers, cheeses, wines. But there's also a lot of entertainment. There's billiards, darts. There's even some bowling-type game. It's quite well-stocked keep you entertained for years search mode is on searching for secret I think I'll doors. shelter in place here yeah this is where you want to quarantine that's for sure yeah and as you're going downstairs grady appears and says oh is there anything you need good sirs looking for a nosh a snack perhaps uh we are looking for secret doors do you know of any hidden passages in the black lodge yes of course Ah, that's it. <laughs> that's your answer. Um, could you tell us about us or tell us or show us where they are? That would be better. Just show us. Of course not, good sir. That would ruin the surprise. <sighs> well, I'm going to guess. Can you tell us? Is it in the basement or is this like the Easter egg hunt where we have to look for the whole thing? I don't know. I wouldn't worry about it, sir. If you ever need the secret entrances, I'm sure they would be made apparent to you when needed. Interesting. Well, I'm going to the basement and I'm searching for secret doors. That's what I'm doing. Okay. You spend some of your time in the uh, lodge going through the basement, searching for secret doors, and out of uh, a surprise, or not so much a surprise... Mr. Peepers does find a secret door leading into what looks like a parlor, a card room, in fact. I go in. What is this? This is going to be cool. No, no, there's no map. No, no. There's no map. There's no map. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. It looks like an illegal gambling place, perhaps. Not illegal. There's no illegal activities here. It looks like a gentleman's room where cigars are smoked and brandy is drunk and cards are played. It looks like it was well hidden, but not so well hidden that once one knew where to look, they could find it. But um, well worn, fairly old. You can see the felt is in excellent condition, but definitely heavily used over the years. Um, any other rooms adja- adja- uh, adjacent to this, or is it just one room? No, no. You you search the whole basement. This is the only secret entrance that you can find. 
uh, it's rather large. I mean, the basement is easily the size of the entire lodge, and uh, it's several hundred feet, you know, diameter. I'll be searching that room, the new room for cigar doors. Okay. What was what do the other people wish to do while uh, Mister Peepers is uh, getting lost in another dimension in the basement? I'm gonna ask Grady a question. I say, uh, Grady, uh, where's the venture That's captain? Yes, where's venture the venture captain? captain? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't worry about the venture captain. They will get to you when they need you. Okay. Also, quick thing. Uh, do you have on your notes, um, is my shield damaged? I don't recall. I may have to fix it. It gets repaired automatically. Between oh, it does? Okay, good. All right. As long as it doesn't get destroyed. Uh, Grady, do you have any sense of why we were summoned here? Of course, Miss Nella. You're summoned here for rest, relaxation, and, in due time, a quest. I'm sure our venerable venture captain will let you know when you're ready to go adventuring again. Until then, we just lounge around here playing cards and drinking booze. But of course, it's one of the many perks of being in the Pathfinder Society. One can't always be learning, can they? I don't know. It might be nice to get out in the world and see something. That's why I joined up, after all. Good show, good show. Well, let me go check with our venerable captain and see if any communiques have come in. And with that, he disappears. And frighteningly quick, way too quick, he appears again. And he says, well, look at that. I spoke to our esteemed venture captain, and sure enough, I have a mission for you. And he unfolds a piece of paper from his ectoplasm and presents it to Mama. She gives the ghost a suspicious look before carefully picking up the piece of parchment, uh, eyeing it, and then reading it aloud. The ghost looks at you and says, Oh, I see that look, Mama Millicent. Don't be alarmed, for you understand a ghost. Time passes very differently. What a second, minute, day, month, year is to you is very different to me. So I might have been away for just a few seconds to you, but to me it was much longer, I assure you. Huh. Well, where'd you go then? I spoke to our VC, and they presented mm -hmm. this to me for you. All right, well, let's see here. Uh, to my illustrious associates, I hope this missive finds you in good health. Recent news from out of the River Kingdoms has made the society aware of important histories that may have been resting directly under our noses for the past several centuries. One of the founding pathfinders, a woman named Karina... Karina Nussbar, whose exploits in the Chronicles have often had a curious gaps and omissions, appears to have once had a temporary lodge in or near what is today the town of Sauerton. I implore you to travel there and speak to the locals. See if you can track down any documents or records of Napsunar's time in the area or the purpose of her lodge. You should find an ally in Sauerton in the form of the town's mayor, Thalia Andares. 
Several years ago, the Society assisted Thalia in navigating a difficult situation with her father, and she has remained a trusted and reliable ally ever since. Her knowledge of the town and its families could quicken your investigation immensely. If you discover that the lodge still stands, or any of its contents have been preserved, please do your best to obtain any documents or possessions the society that remain. Once you have obtained whatever evidence there is to obtain, please report back to me here in Almas. Yours most sincerely, Venture Captain Brackett. Well, looks like we're heading to the River Kingdoms, to the Sourton, and then all the way down to... all the way down to Andoran. Should be a nice trip. Mm. By the way, Venture Captain Brackett is the Venture Captain of Andorian's capital, Almas, by the way. You all know that. And they basically had a temporary lodge in Sourton and were looking for evidence of it still being there. Is that how I'm reading this? Yeah, something like that. It says says that this Karina Nespar had a bunch of gaps and omissions in the reports from there. So they want to know what happened to this, uh, to this lodge in Sourton. So the, the lodge itself is gone. Wow. Okay. Well, sure. That's easy. Big old building. How far can it get? It's not going to. It's going to be. Uh, we just got to find it on the map. This will be easy. Well, yeah. I mean, it says if you discover that the lodge still stands. So they don't even know if it still stands, but it may yet. Or any of its contents preserved. Maybe we can find it in a, I don't know, a museum or a pawn shop or something. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Could be just some derelict reused building, you know, like... Do we have like horses? How do they deal with horses? Well, I've got a horse and I've got a cart, so uh, a couple of people, I guess, could ride in the back. Wow. That's cool. Really? <laughs> That's really cool. I, I, I don't really have, have a horse, horse and a cow. Horse I want and a horse. Yeah, or a yeah I picked it up on my last adventure. Had to travel across the crown of the world and, uh, well, figured... It's better sitting down, letting the donkey do the traveling, than making me do it myself. Yeah, that's smart. That's a good. That's a good thing. Uh, is that the? Uh, is this within like cart? Are we are we going through areas that are too rugged for carts, or is this like along a, a, a road, like the path? Well, I don't so know we're in the River the Kingdoms now, is. right? Is it, yeah, where's yes. the Black Lodge? You're in the River Kingdoms, right? Okay. So we're so we're in the River Kingdoms. We just need to go to Sourton. And most folks in the River Kingdoms travel by river ferry. Uh, and a lot of those are equipped to carry pack animals and carts and things of that nature because people will essentially take a cart to one of these ferries and then the ferry ferries them along the river to another uh, another land path and then they'll roll on off and head off somewhere else. So we can be on the cart, which is on a ferry. I mean, it's it's not a carriage. It's not It's not like a... A big cart. It's really used for hauling cargo and supplies and things and, uh, you know, whatever you might need. But I suppose uh, one or two of you can sit in the back. You can carry one dwarf. I think that's about it. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. It's got, it sounds like a sidecar. Okay. That's crazy. All yeah, right. You guys well, with the short legs can go in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of us. That's a lot. We got a lot of short legs here. All right. Well, we are going to be on a ferry anyway, so it doesn't sound like we even need a cart yeah i mean you can i mean it's part of her character you basically would just get on the cart 
and the river kingdoms has well what do you know rivers everywhere and you can just you know very easily get to the town and uh that's really not going to be any trouble whatsoever take a few days for you to get there excellent the town is well known for its production of cheap wine that's its Mm. main export excellent (laughs) cheap wine hope you like them tannins i do just let them mellow you know (laughs) so are you ready to enter the town begin the adventure in sort before we do that don't we have to um figure out our boons and things not yet not yet okay yeah we're ready to enter yes so you all pile into the cart you get on a ferry you head on over to the town of Soriton, and as you approach, you see the town of Soriton. It's primarily composed of row upon row of neatly kept vineyards, interspersed with old stone villas built in the Chilexian style. Each plot of grapevines is accompanied by vats for crushing grapes and extruding their juice, along with large warehouses for storing and aging the wine. You can see the vineyards are bustling with busy hands of numerous workers. Though the packed dirt and cobblestone roads have few other travelers during these industrious hours. So you've come in the middle of the day, and it seems to be quite a busy town where everyone is focused on the production of wine. On the way there, uh, Millicent wants to recall what she remembers reading about uh, Karina Napsar by rolling a Pathfinder Society lore check. Now, I don't have that Ooh. skill, but I do have a boon called Nexian Researcher that allows me to uh, roll it as if uh, I was untrained, but adding my level and intelligence modifier. So I don't get the plus two for being trained, but I get everything else. So what would your plus be? It's still just going to be a plus two, but I figure I might as well. Is that a boon that gets checked off, or you just get to use that as many times? It is a boon that gets checked off. However, if it Mm -hmm. is made in relation to a list of individuals that includes Karina Napsunar, I don't have to check a box. Oh, you're trying to find out about Karina, the old... Oh, you got me first. Yeah, Karina. I just want to sort of recall anything that I remember myself oh you um, got me I, I didn't expect that hold on, give me a second to look that up that well that didn't uh, <laughs> these usually go linear but that is uh that was a left field so give me a second because that actually she's actually a larger plot obviously mm-hmm. so let me make sure i give you the right info sure uh you rolled very well so let me get you the good info let me just oh, look cool. that up while you guys uh you guys you guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute so yeah those are the like we talked about boons a little bit that's one of the things that the boons is kind of nice for Um, Because I have this on one of my other Chronicle Sheets that I help them do this research. So my character automatically has, like, I can check off three times to make Pathfinder Society lore checks, even though I don't have the skill. If I did have the skill, I'd get a bonus. And then I don't have to check a box if it's about uh, a list of very notable Pathfinders and individuals. uh, And this person is one of them. That's very cool. It is. How many many boons do you have for this character? I'm just curious. Um... Let's see. I'm looking for one of my chronicle sheets and can't find it, but uh, in front of me, I've got two, and they're both like untyped. You just get them whenever, um, and you don't have to slot them. 
And you can use them like every adventure. I mean, potentially. Like they're not expendable or perishable is, I guess, the question. They might be. So, for example, um, this one has three checkboxes. I can only use it three times. But I get to use it for free oh. if it's about Dervin Guest, Selmius Foster, Gregaro Voth, Karina Napsunar. Uh, if it's oh, about wow. any of those that's people. That's hilarious. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's actually all part of the meta. Actually, all those names are the meta for this season. So that's on purpose. That's, um, that's yeah. on purpose. Who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? <laughs> so, Mama, after going on some recent adventures, has heard a little bit about Karina. Karina? Karina. And has heard a bit about her. Mostly that her accomplishments have mostly faded from memory from the last centuries. But in the last few months, records of her accomplishments have slowly been surfacing throughout the kingdoms. And this is another reason why you've been sent, because people are starting to want to know more about this lost lodge and how she was involved. And what you know is rumors that the lodge she was part of was uprooted and she moved it to Cheliac's in a region that is now part of the nation of Andorian. Hmm. Which could explain why the Venture Captain Brackett is interested in finding more about this, as that is his domain. And from what you know, that there were rumors that the Lodge stood for the better part of a century near the town of Soritan, before that part of the Chalexian Empire was considered less archaeologically promising than other nearby areas. As to what happened to the lodge, no one's exactly sure. But that is what you know, that there was a lodge around here near this town. She moved it from the River Kingdoms to this area for some reason. And where and why, well, I guess maybe you'll find out in this little adventure right now. So, so with that, you are in the there. town. It's quite busy. And you were told to meet the mayor. Well, I... I guess we should go find this mayor. How big is the town? Is it a town where like, if they dump us in the town square, is it big enough that we can say, oh, look, there's the mayor's house? Or is how, how big is the city? Well, I guess we could do that. Find City Hall. Go try to get an appointment in their office or something. Sure. You, uh, you could find what you consider a City Hall slash um, police station, if you will. And okay. there's some very friendly looking people. Look up at you. You see a lot of people with soil-stained gloves and wine stains on their clothes. And they look at you and they uh, gladly meet you and say, Ah, good people, visitors, guests, we see. Are you here for the wine? For a few bottles? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely take a few bottles of whatever they're drinking wherever I'm traveling. Excellent, excellent. As you know, we have many vineyards, many tastings, many samples. There's endless places for you to taste our wares. Is there somewhere you were looking for? Some way we can help you? Well, you know, and I, I don't mean to keep speaking for the rest of us, but uh, we're actually looking for, for your kindly mayor. It, if you have a, a city hall or council building or something like that, that we can we can find this person. Sure, sure. The mayor, yes. Thalia. Do you know she's, where she uh, might be? Yes, yes. She's on the old Sour Estate 
And here I can just write down the directions. Uh, she, she I ex expect is expecting you, but to be honest, she's uh, she's not exactly the busiest mayor. We're a pretty quiet town where mostly everyone's either working or drinking. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of town. Sounds like my kind of town. Excellent. So that he gives you some directions, and sure enough, it's like a ten minute walk. Very easy to get to. What do you say there, Thorgrim? Working and drinking, right? Yes, indeed. Not necessarily, not necessarily in that order. Oh well, if there's work to be done, you gotta get that <laughs> done first. I prefer mead, but uh, wine will do in a pinch. Oh, you know what? I like myself a nice dark, like a porter or a stout. I want, I want a drink that I can chew. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. That's all right. I I know enough about drinking wine. My ex was really into wine and swirling it and sniffing it and all the all the highfalutin stuff. I just like drinking it. Did he offer us some bottles? He did, right? No, no, no. He was just offering <laughs> you to uh, go and drink at the vineyards. He was just saying what the town had. Well, we are definitely going to visit the vineyards before we leave, obviously. So you walk a bit, 10 minutes, and you find what appears to be the old Sour Estate. And the estate itself has clearly been rebuilt fairly recently. The vineyards around it are sparse and covered with a fresh loam and soil. And you see a woman in her mid-30s with uh, long, dark hair in a blue dress uh, is waving and greeting you. It appears like she was expecting you. And she's like, come in, come in. Hey okay. there, strangers. The call comes from a human woman in her mid-30s with long, dark hair and an open, friendly face. You must be the Pathfinders Bracket told me to expect. I've done a little digging on your behalf and haven't turned up much yet. Why don't you all join me inside for a glass of wine, and we'll talk about your mission. Oh, that sounds great. There's nothing sounds bad good. about that. That's good. Yes, we we, do, we go in there. Yes, let's do that. This is almost yeah. too wholesome. Oh, you yeah, this is too good. Do <laughs> you have any mutton lying around? I could use a leg of mutton. She uh, and she brings you all in into a nice, a nice veranda. She pours each of you a glass of wine. Does anyone refuse? Anyone doesn't? Is anyone a teetotaler? Anyone not want the wine? Uh, you know what? Mr. Peepers is not going to have wine. Mm, That's a... very insulting. Mm, no, she totally understands. If you would like the tea or water or perhaps something else, let me know. You see, it's a bright red wine. And she relaxes in a seat in a chaise lounge. She also has some cheese and crackers and fruit for you all to nosh on. Oh, uh, this is yes, this is real them. kind of you. This is nice and fancy. What what a nice spread here. Right. I, I Mr. Peepers wasn't I, I wasn't aware that there's was gonna be wine and, and cheese and crackers and fruit, so he's gonna have wine. He's gonna ah, he, yes. he's overcomplicating okay. it again. He's <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely overcomplicating. You all <laughs> you all drink the wine. And the best quality of the wine is that it's plentiful and free. That is the best quality. Oh, uh, yes. It's a bit sour. Reminds me of and what college. was this place called? What's the, what's the place called? Sourton. Well, you're in Sourton, no, no, and this, the is the, this is the Sour Estate. It's not an inn. This is, her, this is where it's she lives. It's a vineyard. Yeah, it's a vineyard. Oh. And she's actually okay. in the, uh, the person who owns, or sorry, the person the town was named after. Okay. Ah, all right. Got it. I thought it was like an inn. Never mind. So she's like, so 
Uh, how can I help you? I heard something about looking for a missing lodge or something. That seems mighty odd. M- mind if I explain? Please. Please yeah. do. All right. So we've been sent here by the Pathfinder Society, which I'm sure you're definitely well aware of, because uh, I hear that you and them go way back. And uh, they sent us here because I guess there was a there was a temporary lodge here at some point, and they might have left a couple records behind, maybe a box of paperwork or an old chronicle or two. And we were just sent here to see what we can find about what happened to it and pick up any old records or any old belongings to the society that we might be able to haul on back. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I I looked uh, for some records, and and she's pulling some things out, and she's like. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't able to find much on the Pathfinder Lodge that used to be here. I I found here that the Strickmund Winery was built long before I was born, but from what I was able to find in old records, the land the lodge was built on was bought by Ven Strickmund's great great grandfather about a hundred years ago. Apparently, Ven's ancestor was a Pathfinder, so he might be able to tell you more, though. Um, that's all I was able to find. The records are really, really sparse, but he uh, he might have some direct information and might have even been alive at the time when the lodge was here. Uh, I warn you, though, he he really talks a lot, so you might have to just be a little patient with him. <laughs> Yeah, I've met those. I've been accused of that myself once or twice. Uh, would you say this fellow's name was Strickmund? Yes, Ven Strickmund. And he's he's the oldest living resident here. And he's 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 his wine's okay. His wine's okay. I mean, considering how old he is and how long he's been doing it, I'd I'd give him a passing grade. Uh, but if there's anyone who could tell you anything, it's him. Because he's seen it all. He's been here since he was born. He's your man. Older fellow, huh? Talks a lot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, you got an herbalist in town or know any place where I can buy some mint leaves? Oh, I'm sure. Sure. Whatever you need. I'm sure we have it. Well, within reason, of course. We are. Well, you know what I'm saying. She winks at uh, Thalia. Mm, I understand. Sure, sure. Well, thanks. You've been, you've been right helpful. Uh, anything else we should know about uh, Pathfinder activity in this area, uh, current or ancient? No, she looks and says Pathfinders in this area. Well, the uh, the River Kingdoms don't really even have a lodge that I know of, so this area is usually pretty quiet. Pathfinders are not unknown, but pretty rare. Maybe they travel through once in a while, but usually it's for entertainment and relaxation, not on business. In fact, you're the first ones I can think of that have ever been here on business. Yeah, mostly river pirates in that, right? <laughs> ah, the river pirates mostly live us alone just because they show up and if something happened to us, well, what would they drink? Mm. Right. Point. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. You've been the sweetest thing that I've run into here in Sourtown, if you get my drift. Sure, sure. And she gives you all some bottles of wine and uh, packs you up a little to-go package of uh, cheese crackers and uh, fruits. Wow, so nice. Wow, that is outstanding. I, um... Wow, that's very nice. Don't don't steal anything, Mr. Peepers. <laughs> Just count your silverware. <laughs> no, no, he cannot 
cannot do that. I do not want to risk uh, <laughs> you get infamy. Just, You'll get infamy. Yeah, I don't point. want infamy. That's funny. All right, so do we know where we're going? Yeah, it's uh, it's another five ten minutes. It's really easy to get to the uh, Strickman Winery. Yep, Strickman. All right, let's head on over there. So you head on over, and you see a winery that rests on a hilltop, surrounded by fields with neat, orderly rows of grapes, vines, and trestles. The winery is built on dark, well-polished wood. The steps leading to the front door grooved with the passage of many feet. You see an old wooden rocking chair in the shade, and he's drinking, well, some wine. Ha! Not lemonade. I was expecting lemonade in the shade. That's okay. Not here. Not here. Here it's all about the wine. Is it red or white wine that he's drinking? Red, of course. Of course, red. Light magenta in color. He looks at you all, gives you a big old bright smile, and you can see all of his teeth are stained red from all the years of drinking wine endlessly. And he says, Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to Sergeant. Thought let me know you come and grab a chair and sit a spell. Let's gab and talk. Come on up, come on up. And he's waving you up and waving you up, like insisting you come up to the uh, the house. All right. Well, thank you so much for the warm welcome. I I tell you, it's called Sourton, but it should be called Sweeten, with as uh, nice as all you folks are. Ha. Oh, that's so nice of you, long lady. Come sit, sit next to me. I'll give you my extra special <laughs> stash. This I've had for 50, 60. Oh, it's been a long time. Don't worry about it. It's really, really good. 50, 60 I, young hours. <laughs> oh, it's, it's probably has skunks. Well, we'll find out one way or another. I'll tell you, I even drink the skunk stuff. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> anyhow, let me, uh, let me uh, get that open for you. And he like takes a bottle out and it's like covered in dust. And he just puts it in his mouth and pulls the cork out. He doesn't even bother. And you're here like a, and he pulls it out. He's like, here you go. Here you go. And he's just sort of like spitting in the glasses and like polishing them as he hands them to you to clean them out. And he's handing you each glasses and giving you a nice long pour. I think we're here to start a chapter of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason, I think we're going to have a, a drinking dare for your character right here. Oh, God, do they have old Woody? Oh, <laughs> oh there's Woody. a lot of bets. There's going to be a lot of money changing in hands here. Not Who yet. Not here? yet. Not yet. So... Um, he's just sitting there. He's drinking. He's asking you questions. Where are you from? What's what's the hoedown? I heard you looking for uh, something. But you know, eh, let's not talk about that. Let's. Oh, uh, we need to talk about wine. that, sir. We're actually ah, uh, we're Pathfinders. Nah. What do you know about the Pathfinder Society around here? Pathfinder Society. You know, I once dated a woman in the Pathfinder Society. Maybe. 70 years ago? I can't remember her name. What was she? she is he, is he like, like is he an elf or something? Or, something? How, or is he a human? He's human. He's, uh, human. he's very old. I think. He, maybe he's half elf. You're not quite yeah. sure. He's got a long beard, long hair. Uh, he goes on for like a good 15 minutes talking about Pathfinders and 
this woman he dated and how he got into a fight with her brother and then he was accidentally run out of town because there was a misunderstanding but then everything was fine and uh you've already gone through like another two bottles by now oh Uh, no you Uh, you have no answers whatsoever well i was gonna say before it gets to that point uh can millicent roll a diplomacy check to like gently steer the conversation back in the direction of uh, the topic they need to talk about. Oh yeah, but you had to go through that even before you could start because you um. can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> there's no, there's no okay. like he doesn't. He's just ignoring you. He might as well not even be there. Nick Knox is actually egging him on and not helping. He's actually he's actually is wrapped in total uh, uh, interest in all of these details because Nick Knox has had so such little. Uh, interaction with anything close to a real life that this is all very exotic to him like it, it's boring to everybody else but to Nick's Knox it's it's fascinating he's the most interesting man in the world so yeah he he you try to butt in and do a diplomacy and that fails horribly you you <laughs> manage to just he starts going on a diatribe of how you look like his daughter or maybe his daughter's daughter and he asks you questions and before you know it another like half hour goes by of him finding out all about uh millicent's family and her upbringing and her daughters and sons and everything about her family and and the thing is none of you seem to really care because the wine is 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 cheap but you know plentiful he just keeps pouring bottles pulling out new ones everyone's having a grand all time before you know it the sun is setting and you realize maybe maybe you can actually get a word in edgewise and actually find out something so all right you know what i i had never heard uh that that many goats could could perform such an act i just i don't even know what to think about that but you know that does remind me of of in in a roundabout way of the reason we're here now uh, if you recall, we were saying we were Pathfinders and and we were looking for this old lodge. We heard that there was like an old lodge that was set up here in Sourton uh, that closed down. And we were actually sent to pick up any extra, you know, paperwork or or relics or artifacts or anything we may have just left behind. So, you know, if, if, if there's anything you can do to help us figure out where that might be, that would that would surely help us out. Well, let me see. Yeah, something about a lodge, and he starts like thinking again, and you're like worried he's going to start going on a diatribe. But by your surprise, that he actually starts talking about what you asked him, and he goes, "Well, about a hundred years ago or so, my pappy's 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 pappy bought this here land from fella from the Pathfinder Society. He got a great deal too on account of how he was a Pathfinder himself." But my pappy's 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 pappy, that is. Of course, the fella selling the land was a pathfinder as well. Anyways, this wasn't a great place for Lodge at the time. Too much going on. Too many folks riled up about the pathfinders. You know, you know, your group hasn't always had the best reputation in all the parts. So, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It ebbs and flows uh, just like these here rivers, right? That's right. Just like this fine wine we're all drinking. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that- wait, venerable sir. Venerable sir, I have one question. 
Yes, pappies, pappies, pappies on your mother's side related to, and then I go off on like a tangent about, because I haven't nope. paid attention to this nope. entire conversation. <laughs> and so, and, and is, this, is this the one that's related to the sister's cousin from the third removed from the previous story that I was saying about the goat that, that made the goat go in with the, with the sister-in-law? And, the, like, and, 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 and I'm totally, I'm totally it getting it off in. track. Reel it in next yep, time. Nope, 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 nope. Someone muzzle that one. He's like, right. no, no, no. You got it all wrong. It's not my pappy's pappy's pappy. It's my here's, pappy. Here's a bundle of cheese. Pappy, Shut pappy, that goblin up. Pappy. You, you, you missed the pappy there, good goblin, sir. You got you to gotta be careful. It was four pappies removed, not three yeah. pappies removed. What was that ah, talking about? That clears it all. Yes, yes. Please continue. <laughs> oh, what was I talking about? Oh, that's right. Your reputation. Yeah. You know... You know, you haven't always been welcome around here. Where was I? Oh, right, right, right. The old lodge, the old lodge. Well, it was this big to-do at the time, an account of the money from the sale of this here estate being used to buy the deed to Diggins Rest, an old keep about a hundred miles east of here. Uh, Folks around the parts know stories about the battles and such fought around there back during the Empire days. And supposedly there was a ghost or some such. But, you know, Pathfinders at the time figured there was a proper place to move their books and such. Ghosts tend to keep visitors away, you know. The funny thing is, I don't know, has that Pathfinder ever came back through here? Maybe they're still out there at Diggins Rest. Maybe they went somewhere else. Who knows? But I think maybe your best bet is probably to go look for yourself. Here, here, I can mark it on your map for you. Or you're close enough, I'm sure you can get supplies for the hike here in town. It's only about maybe a hundred miles away. It's it's just a jaunt in the woods for you, Pathfinder. A hundred miles? hundred miles. Yeah, a wow. hundred miles. No problem. I'll give you enough wine to last you there and back. Wow. It'll be, it'll be a several days journey. It'll be a nice hike through the River Kingdom. Yeah, so you've got good that's... country here. Do you know if there's a cart path leading there and, and back or not? Oh, no, no. You're going to have to go through woods and ancient battlegrounds it's gonna be a hard hike but i'm sure you will find lots of interesting things on that way mm. wow. wow that's uh that's a week that's a week 100 miles is a long that's a haul uh, well you know we're not in, in necessarily a hurry and uh hey maybe those ghosts will still be there i hear time flows differently for ghosts and all that so might be the same ones i don't know and I whisper to Mr. Peters and say, oh, I'd much rather be on a hundred mile hike than have to listen to one of these long-winded tales. We should go <laughs> immediately. I have uh, no idea what you mean. It was fascinating. I was saying, <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? You, you told us such a great tale. Uh, we're going to go take that hike. Uh, we're probably going to get some rest and resupply first because uh, you showed us such a good time. I think we need to recover from that first. In uh, fact, I insist you can all stay here tonight. Stay here with me. I can set up some beds for you. We can have some marshmallows roasting over the now, fire. Sir, I, I don't oh, yes, 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 yes. I mean, oh, uh, you're going to love it. 
Yeah, no, I insist. I insist. It's too late. Look, it's already sundown. In fact, I'm going to have a big old roast for dinner. I had too much food. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Yeah, everyone, come in, come in. You go get some supplies and come back and we'll have a grand old time. You can leave first thing in the morning. I mean, if... Is, uh, we're not in any rush. I don't see any reason. I mean, I it doesn't make sense to travel at night. There, makes no sense that's right mr peepers who's going to be traveling tonight not even pathfinders are that crazy come on come on we have other arrangements i think we have other arrangements you can do whatever you want (laughs) nixon is totally Uh, chatting up the old man like like he like he is delving deep into some some nuance of like the of like the cousin's third uncle and and some element of his story that that he needs clarification on yeah, like, and and if the rest of the, the rest of the party could probably just leave Nick Sox here, and he'll talk, he'll talk the talk with the old man like all night long. Good. I like yeah, that. you know what, Mister Peepers is on that plan too. I mean, if he's willing to put us up, I mean, this is great. This is like good stuff. I mean, they got. Well, I mean, in terms of getting supplies, like, what does that mean exactly? Because we okay. So as of now, so now is quote the introduction. So now you have a general idea of what the adventure will involve. And it um, involves you traveling 100 miles to what you believe is the last lodge. It looks like this lodge keeps moving. It was originally in this part in the River Kingdoms, then it moved here, and now it moved again. So that you're uh, like a wild goose chase. So here is where you can slot your boons. You all get one hero point, And then tell me what equipment you're going to have for your swords and um, scrolls and spells. Uh, those of you who are mm. part of that. So, well, I right. always take the same two things. Uh, so I have uh, all three points in swords. I'm going to be taking a potency crystal and a minor healing potion. And uh, all of the boons I currently have are slotless. Right, so I'll, I'll slot that uh, lay on hands thing, which is kind of the only one we have right now. And, uh, yep. I, and and like because because of my uh, my whatever the situation like the uh, uh, field agent uh, uh, I don't have to worry about any of you get nothing right <laughs> you get nothing so but so yes. I, so I, I'm done and I'm talking to the old man and and, and, uh, and, yeah. and I'm, using, I'm using my my magical flame ability to roast marshmallows off my hand <laughs> while while we're eating while we're talking. Yeah, you guys, you guys can come pen pals because between the facts that Nick Knox wants to hear all about this, and this guy's over a hundred years old and won't shut up, Nick Knox might never get any rest tonight. He might actually just be talking to this guy all night long and all morning. Uh, who else is up? By the way, so that lay on hands boon allows you to do lay on hands for free uh, as an action, and you get it twice, and then it's used up forever. So you can use it two times. If you want, up to but if you don't use it, you can you can yeah keep it for next okay. yeah yeah. If you don't use it, you it nothing happens to it. It's just you slot it. But as you get more and more boons, you can only have I think three at a time. So eventually, you might have five or six or seven boons, and you're like, oh crap! I which ones are the ones I want? And if you know you're in a combat heavy adventure, you might want to lay on hands versus a diplomatic one, things like that. Yep, got it. Okay, well, on that note, I'll go next. I will also do the uninventive special of one potency crystal and one healing potion, and I will slot the lay on hands boon as well. Next? Yeah, I'm the same way. Mr. Peepers is taking the exact same thing. 
Um, I am. I w- I'm going to slot the uh, lay on hands, which means I can use it three times now. Um, and what do I get? I have two swords, one spells. You can get one thing. You get one. Um, you can get one general item, and I think that's usually. I'd have to look what's under the general list. What do you normally get? Um, I normally. Th- I think I was getting a healing potion. Yeah, you can get. You can get holy got, water, mm-hmm. lesser bomb. Lesser antidote, lesser anti-plague, or a minor healing potion. That's what you get. So I presume you're going to take the minor healing potion, unless you want one of the other. Yeah, ones. yeah, I'll take that. I guess I just to just be on the safe side. I'd like to survive. Okay, and then as for provisioning, you can buy anything you want. I mean, you're in town, so anything that you would buy, if you want on your character, like weapons or potions or something, you can use your actual gold and spend it. You um you can do that between sessions as well as usually at the beginning of sessions and then sometimes in certain t- uh, parts of a session you can do it. So um, if there's anything you want to get, you can let me know. When you sell stuff, how much do you get? Half. Half. 50%. Exactly 50%. Yeah. Half. Oof. That sucks. And fifth, how many is 80 silver? How many silver make a gold? 100? 10. So 80 silver is 8 gold. I mean, the only thing I can think of to buy is more food, because um, how long is this trip going to take? Uh, you don't have to worry about that. They're going to give you enough food and wine to keep you well-fed until you make it mm. there and back, so you're okay with that. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think I think I have lots of stuff on my sheet already. I have a lot of gear. Okay. Anyone else want to uh, buy anything? You, you know anything? what? I, I think we didn't have rope the last time. I got some rope and grappling yeah. hook. Okay. Bunch of stuff. I have rope and grappling hook also. But it, it's uh, always good to have. All right, good. I can't remember the last. Yeah, you know what? I have Never soap. I yeah, have we soap. have everything. We have everything. I have oil. I don't think I have torch, though. I don't really need it, though. Um, oh, I pulled up my missing chronicle sheet. I did make a couple small purchases. Um, the biggest change is that I have a katana. Um, nice. Yeah, instead of a longsword. Come on, you can't just get a katana, but I know you can't, you which is why I bought it because it's uncommon. It's super cool. Know, wow, at level two katana. That. Damn. Yeah, so um, it's a d6 slashing, and it's got the deadly d8 quality and two handy ten. What's the d- wait, 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 wait? What, what, what's, what's the deadly d8 quality? What's that mean? What that means is that whenever you roll a critical hit and you're rolling your damage, you add a D8 to it, and that also gets doubled. Yikes! Wow, that's crazy. It's it's yeah. The the next step up from that is uh, fatal. So when you have fatal, oh, I'm sorry, you roll this after doubling the weapon's damage for deadly. So with deadly, yeah. So I would roll like my regular damage, double it, and then add a D8 on top of that. Um, nice. So like bows and stuff are deadly. And then there's fatal, which is a little nastier than that, which includes a dice size. On a critical hit, the weapon's damage increases to that dice size instead of the normal. And the weapon adds one additional damage die of the listed size. Fatal's nasty. I want a fatal weapon. Yeah, fatal is like, eh, it's an okay weapon. And then you crit and then it just explodes. It's actually like really a good for military pick or something like that, I bet. Yeah, the like the light pick, for example, is uh, is a one-handed weapon. It's a D4 piercing. Eh, it's just 
Eh, it's agile. That's pretty cool. But it's fatal D8. So all of a sudden you crit yeah. with it and your D4 becomes the D8 and you get an extra D8 on top of it. It's crazy. But yeah, Deadly's still nice. It's just like a little bit of a little bit of gravy on the top. So you got rid of your longsword? Yeah, because the katana can be used one-handed basically for the same reasons that I have the longsword, which is I wanted a way to get slashing and piercing damage, and the katana does that, but it's also deadly and two-handed. You need blunt. Uh, I've got my maul for that, oh, which right. I yep. might do without. I'm not sure um, at some point because it weighs a frick ton. Um, I have my maul for blunt. I have a uh, gauntlet, a spike gauntlet for blunt. I guess that's technically that's piercing. Yeah. Uh you have your forehead for blunt. That's what you use. Well, yeah. I was gonna say there's always uh, <laughs> there's always unarmed attack fist punch something. I actually have this clan dagger, which is pretty decent. What is it? Oh, it's like now, I get out. I want a katana, even though it doesn't fit with a druid. The clan dagger is blunt and piercing, and it's actually for the. It gets a plus one. It's dwarf, parry, and agile, and versatile. It's pretty good. It's like the most complex weapon I'm putting in here. It's like, oh, it's I have to do deadly, <laughs> I have to do damage, I have to do two-handed, I have to do one-handed, I have to do power attacks. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I mean, power attack, we can always just add the extra die after the fact. I was going to say, if it's a big pain, I can just not use it or not use it until next time we record. Oh, okay. I'm almost done, I'm almost done. Man, I actually, that clan dagger is actually really good. If it just, if the only problem is it only does 1d4. That's the problem. I'm I'm really tempted to just use the katana and not use them all, but I really like the idea of this just big, broad-shouldered, like middle-aged woman, like swinging around a huge freaking hammer. Yep, I like that too. It's just like a good visual, but at the same so time, wait, the katana like katana two-handed power attack would do two d ten. Uh huh. Versus the mall does two d twelve, so it's like ooh, slightly more damage, but eh, two more bulk. All right, I added it. Yeah, katanas are so good. I want a special weapon. I like my trident, but I that plus one sword. The 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 sword. The pluses on weapons do plus to hit and damage. No, it's only plus no. to hit. How? Really? Yep, that's a new thing with uh, Pathfinder Second Edition. You is have, it glow um, or does it do anything other other weird things like? No, it's magic. only pluses to hit, but then the other one is striking, and striking doubles your dice. Wow. <laughs> so. It's uh, it's a separate category. Weapons have it and armor has. It's like there's two categories now. There's plus to hit and plus for damage, and they're separate. Oh, so can... and so do they have masterwork or is that gone? No, that's gone. There is a uh, there is something to that effect. You can make your weapons out of different different steels, and that can give special abilities and also increase hardness and things like that. Cool. There's a lot of actually, I mean, right now you guys are level one level, but when you get up to higher levels, you can really make very custom equipment quite easily and uh, without much more expense. Well, that's why I took blacksmith too, because then I could maybe make some like weird thing you can't normally get. So you manage to go back to the old man's house. You have a big old feast of mudden and beer and wine Although he frowns a little on the beer, but he seems okay with it just because uh, he knows that the dwarves enjoy the beer more the than dwarf. the dwarf. <laughs> oh, the dwarf. Sorry. I'm the only one this time. The yeah. dwarf enjoys the beer more than the wine. <laughs> the dwarf's not the only one. Yes. And there's just a ton of food. 
he's going on telling you more stories about his endless family. There's so many stories. You can't even keep track of what's going on anymore. And you might as well believe everything he said because it's uh, it all sounds plausible, if unlikely. But <laughs> who knows? Could have happened. Is Nick Knox taking notes? Did he write everything down? Oh, dude! But at this point, I'm like remind. I'm a, I'm reminding him of points. Like he's he's in the middle of making a point. But like, oh, that was this and this and this. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Ha! So by morning, he's up before all of you. Somehow, after a night of drinking and debauchery, he has a packet for you, and it looks like the mayor came by and also gave you more than enough rations and food and drink to make it all the way out and back. Good. And he's like, well, you, you should all be going early because that's a that's a heck of a journey. Now, don't worry when you see, like, graves and battlegrounds and remnants of, you know, dead people. Because it's, it's a very violent past here. In fact, did I tell you the story about my great-great-great-grampy? Uh, we must be going, sir. Oh, okay, okay. You got to Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, when you come back, I'll tell you all about it. Oh uh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. When we come back, yeah. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Well. Uh, good luck storming the castle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I, and I start moving at my maximum rate away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only move twenty, but still, that's I'm trying to push that. So you you look on the map. And you are going to be going through the middle of nowhere. And there's like, there's nothing. <laughs> it's it, this digger's rest. It's a hundred miles. It's to the east. It looks like the first, like third of the trip is through some like, you know, gentle rolling hills, but then goes into a deep forest. Uh, the last part of the trip. So what are you going to do? Mr. Peepers is going to be scouting, uh, and he has. Does, does survival modify that at all? Modify what? Uh, my my scouting result of when, as we as we're moving forward. I've actually never done it. So if you scout, you need to concentrate. It's an exploration, and you have to move at half your speed. Um, if you're going to do that. So it's going to take you twice as long to get to where you're going. If you're going to scout the whole way. However, if you do get an encounter, you get a plus one bonus on your initiative rolls for everyone. If you do that. So it's up to you, but uh, everyone's going to have to, everyone's going to have to go half speed because they can only go as fast as their slowest person. Yeah, I know. Uh, do you guys want to do something extra or do you want to? It depends on what, what's the what's the reputation for the route that we're taking. Like, is it a well-traveled route that's like going down Highway nope. 51 or is it no. like? That's a good question. Well, I don't enough. need to scout if it's a well-driven highway. But I thought nope. we were out in the middle of nowhere. You're in the middle of nowhere. Right? You're in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, we're we're there's disreputable. There's there's wolves and all kinds of Are stuff. There reputa- so. Is there a reputation for like bandits or monster attacks or anything like that? Or no, there's no. It's not a bad. It's there's no reputation. But the only reputation that you know is that there have been many many battles fought in this part of the world 
over a hundred years ago, there was a lot of battles when Chelyax was being formed because you're right near the border. So. Wait, we're in Chelyax? You're near it, yeah. Because there was like a lot Chelyax. of border disputes. We should go a half speed, I think. This is... Yeah, that sounds good. We're not on deadline. Uh, that, that way, everybody can do something as we're traveling because this is... There's going to be undead. This is going to be horrible stuff here. There's going to be lions this is and wild tigers country. Well, I'm moving a 20 anyway because of my armor, so... Yeah, I, I always move a 20 no matter what, pretty much. Well, there you go. Okay. So you walk and walk and walk. And after the first day, you encounter nothing. It's mostly, as I said before, just rolling terrain. And you can just set up for the night and keep going. Can, can we move like they did in Lord of the Rings where they move really fast? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just giving you the option if I don't want to force anyone. So we'll say you move real quick, montage style. If you see you can, walking. Can we, Nar- can we Naruto run the entire distance? <laughs> you, you are. Go home. No. Just disconnect and go home. <laughs> wow. Um, you, you walking. <laughs> I did not expect that reaction. Wow, I know, me either. <laughs> Leave now. <laughs> that was mean. Um, I'm sorry. You slowly the gets left behind. Uh, d- don't be no, sorry. No, I that. think it was a deserved reaction, actually. You slowly enter the woods after a few days of careful travel. And as you enter into the woods, those of you with magic backgrounds, which is Nyx, Nox, and Nella, you feel uneasy. You feel as if there's something wrong in these woods. And as you go through the woods, they get thicker and deeper and darker. And every so often, you see in the ground remnants of battle. You might see a discarded broken helmet, a sword hilt, rusted gauntlet. But obviously, this has been a very large and bloody battlefield from many, many years ago. When you go to sleep at night... As you camp out on your travels, some of you have what you think are nightmares of blood-drenched battles and hearing screaming of the dying. But you wake up with only vague memories of these occurring. Not so much to actually cause you disturbance in your sleep, but enough to put you a little bit off balance, even being brave pathfinders. Uh, what the hell? I'm, I'm trained in the occult, literally. So uh, can I get like a knowledge check to clearly identify the type of haunting that is occurring here and so we can be better prepared for... Yeah. Nix Knox thinks that this area is just pure evil. That all these battles, all this blood, that you're just surprised that there's just not like endless ghosts and undeads roaming throughout this forest in fact you, uh. you you don't even you're you don't even know how you're still alive and walking through this this area it's the whispering tyrant summer home <sighs> yeah uh so yep. do, do i have do i have an insight into how to protect our sanity and souls in this in this blighted place uh leave that would be your best bet is to leave and not come back Mr. Peepers is going to do a warfare lore check to uh, verify whether or not uh, Nyx Knox is accurate in his assessment. 
Uh, yeah, you do your lore check and you realize, yeah, there's been a lot of battles here. You could see the actual remnants of battle from dozens, if not a hundred years ago. And uh, Mr. Peepers thinks the same thing, that this place is bad news, man. Bad, wow. bad news. We're in Poland, you realize. We're in Poland. That's where we are. This is, this is, this is lots of battlefields here. This is, uh, arrowheads, though. On the good side, we should not tarry. Well, yeah, the, in the River Kingdoms, people fighting all the time over territory, and uh, yeah, it's not surprising. Also, the proximity to Cheliax is unsettling. The land of... we, we're not close to Cheliax. That's what he said. All right, so so I suggest no. So you got I, I suggest you're we, like we skip the, the scouting. River Kingdoms. All right, well, you're not right. close to Cheliax. The Maybe old, I mean, even old Chelyax didn't go up that high because if you head straight like northeast from Chelyax, uh, you got to go through Malthoon, you have the giant lake in Carthen, uh, Rosmarin, and then you're at the River Kingdoms. Like it's, it's way off. I think, I think they had like colonies and, and stuff when Chelyax was, you know, huge and covered. Free, uh, diabolical, right? Like well, actually, you are. Let's see, we're in Galarian. You are next to Andorian, believe it or not. That's actually where. No, you're well, we're way north of there. There's Kyonan and Druma and the Five Kings Mountains all in between. Well, actually, it says here you take place in. Um, you're near the border of Andoria and Galt, which was once part of old Imperial Cheliax. Okay, so old Cheliax is different than new Cheliax. That's all right. Here, I'm putting a map in the chat. Yeah, put a map. We need a map. So the River Kingdoms are about a third down on the right, right under where it says Broken Lands. And uh, Old Cheliax, okay, like, even though Old Cheliax is, like, down in that other corner, um, Cheliax and Taldor, so, like, hmm, essentially Taldor used to cover a bunch of stuff, and then Cheliax broke off from Taldor, and then at some point Cheliax, like, dissolved into all these other nations and became Andorin, Became Andorin and Isker and Nidal and all that, and like kind of dissolved and, and is much smaller now than it used to be. But so, so like way in ancient times, uh, it, it probably had some areas up there, but these days it's not near Cheliax at all. Like, where where are we on this? Actually, map? I was actually, you're you're actually not in the, actually, I was wrong. You're not in the River Kingdoms. You started in the River Kingdoms. I don't know why they said you're in the River Kingdoms. You're actually in Andorian. And you see, I just put the map, you see... Well, maybe that's 100 miles, maybe. Well, you see map. where the A is in Andorian? Yeah. On the right side? Uh, that's about... You are, like, right by the R. And, like, in, in Andorian, that's kind of where you are. And then you see the woods to the to the east? That's where you're going. You're going into those woods. Verduran Verduran Verdurian Forest? Verduran Forest. forest. Yeah, something like that. And then the thing is that old Cheliax, uh, there was a lot of wars and fought and border disputes. So there was just a lot of fighting over here. That's all you need Lots to know. Lots of death and destruction. A oh, lot yeah. of death and destruction. In Andorin, certainly, yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm just going by what it says here. So Anyhow. All right. So, uh, so, so Nixox, Nixox, Nixox counsels his party, advises... Uh, swap out instead of doing the half speed. Be very careful. Uh, instead, let's speed through. Let's let's go. Yeah, let's, let's get out. Let's, of here. Let's, let's let's actually force march if we can. Unsettling. 
Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, sure. Why not? You are continuously going through the thick forest where there's ancient battlegrounds and you can almost smell the blood soaked into the earth. But after several days of travel and feelings of dread, you actually come across an open clearing in the forest where the ground is covered with a very thick moss and tall grass. And here and there you see an ancient hilt or sword or rusted crown from within the vegetation. Outside of this clearing, the forest is dense and packed with undergrowth. But for the first time in what seems like weeks, you're able to actually finally get to a a nice clearing. Well, this will be a nice breather. This will be a great chance to just relax. You look up and you can tell that it's about midday, the first time you've been able to clearly see the sun in several days. And as you... uh, You look around and decide to go through the middle of the clearing. Suddenly, you see, off in the distance, something rises up from the earth, out of the moss, out of the tall grasses. You see, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six skeletons. What? On fire. Holding their heads in their hands. No. Well, that ain't good. Roll for combat. Nick Fox, help us. That is very metal. (laughs) (laughs) So that is what you see. Basically, as you're walking, all these like six zombies on fire rise from the ground, and they're all holding their heads in their hands. Like the uh, headless horseman, and they're grinning, and their teeth are gnawing as if they want to eat you. Oh no, that's that that that's a warning sign. That's a red flag. That's something we should be concerned about. Yeah, being not eaten is very high on my list of things to do. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that those ghouls don't want to steal your soul. They just want a hug.